This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Disclaimer. Through this discussion of conspiracy theories, I make no claim that these theories are 100% fact or can be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. I encourage you all to do your own research and determine for yourself what you believe. Also, I make no claim that the creatives behind Star Wars intended the scenes and events in question to mirror the conspiracies I've referenced. Again, I will leave it up to you to determine whether or not you believe they intended a deeper meaning into these stories told. Let's begin. Episode 1, Titanicin. Palpatine was a very prominent and influential figure in the Galactic Republic in the era of the Star Wars prequels. Palpatine's rise to power from Senator to Supreme Chancellor was not unlike Frank Underwood's rise to power in the House of Cards series. It occurred at a very rapid pace and left many questions, conspiracies, and death in its wake. Unbeknownst to most other Republic leaders, Palpatine was also moonlighting as Darth Sidious, a powerful Dark Lord of the Sith, essentially his hide to Palpatine's Jekyll. Through his alter ego, Sidious, Palpatine had manufactured a war between the Galactic Republic and the Separatist Alliance. The Separatist Alliance consisted of many independent systems choosing to break away from the Republic due to trade disputes, taxation, and other financial issues. Due to Darth Sidious' powerful mastery of the Force and the dark side, he was able to influence the Separatist leaders and influence them into directing the war. By manufacturing the war between these two powers, Palpatine was able to maintain his role of Chancellor to provide continuity of leadership during crisis. You know, this is no different than that of other U.S. presidents who held office during wartime. We'll discuss these types of parallels on a later episode. As the war reached its end, Palpatine enacted Order 66, which eliminated most Jedi from the universe, which we will also discuss that event on a later episode. Once the powerful Jedi were defeated, Palpatine enacted the final phase of his galactic domination by declaring himself Emperor of the Universe and reforming the Galactic Republic into the Galactic Empire, an entity where he consolidated power into a single entity, himself. However, in order to provide quote-unquote peace for the galaxy, there were a few loose ends that needed tied up, the Separatist leaders themselves. With his plan near completion, he no longer needed their services as a galactic distraction, and also likely believed that they could blow the whistle on his role in the whole intergalactic conflict, which could create unrest, rebellion, and the like. To tie up this loose end, Palpatine dispatched his newly appointed Darth Vader, formerly Anakin Skywalker, to meet the Separatist leaders on the Mustafar system, under the guise of, quote-unquote, taking care of them. 
and take care of them, Vader did. When Vader arrived on Mustafar, he wasted no time in quickly and efficiently murdering all the Separatist leaders, effectively removing any dissidents to Palpatine's rule. J.P. Morgan was a very influential figure in the late 19th century and early 20th century. Obviously his name is now synonymous with Chase Bank, one of the largest banks in the world. One of his main goals during the early 20th century was helping to establish the Federal Reserve Bank in the United States. Since several economic crises had occurred, the most significant being in 1907, he believed that centralizing financial control into a single entity would lead to the stabilization of the economy. However, there were some who believed um, that this new system of financial control would not be appropriate. Some of their names were John Jacob Astor, Benjamin Guggenheim, and Isidore Strauss. To these individuals, they believed that the Federal Reserve would exist as more of a private bank controlled by a handful of wealthy and influential figures such as J.P. Morgan, and would not likely lead to economic stabilization. Some theories also suggest that Illuminati and other powerful secret societies would benefit directly from the creation of the Federal Reserve. In 1912, J.P. Morgan, along with Astor, Guggenheim, and Strauss, were all set to sail on a new behemoth ship named the Titanic. Morgan had a hand in the creation and construction of the ship, so he was likely anxious to see its performance on its maiden voyage. Shortly before takeoff, however, Morgan made the interesting decision of foregoing his lavish, lavish accommodations on the ship and remaining in Europe. The other three men, Astor, Guggenheim, and Strauss, all died in the subsequent wreck of the Titanic. One year later, in 1913, the Federal Reserve was created without opposition. Coincidence? Now let's draw some interesting parallels between these two stories. In both stories, an immovable object killed powerful opponents, the immovable objects being Darth Vader and an iceberg. Both stories also occurred in places of extreme temperature. In Star Wars, it was Mustafar, a lava planet, and with the Titanic, it was in the Atlantic Ocean with very frigid, below zero temperatures. In both stories, a powerful figure was on the verge of consolidating power into a single entity. In Star Wars, Palpatine had, had set to create the Galactic Empire, which, which was essentially a dictatorship. And with J.P. Morgan, he was set to consolidate all the financial power into the Federal Reserve Bank. Oh yeah, and interestingly enough, in the novelization of Revenge of the Sith... Do you know which Separatist leader was the first to be taken out by Darth Vader? This leader, his name was San Hill. 
And what was he the leader of? Of all things, the intergalactic banking clan. So, what do you think? Please reach out to us at a conspiracy in the force. At conspiracy in the force at gmail.com. Thank you.